I'm trying to get everything together. A servant of the Most High God, Lord, and King. You would think I've been doing Speak Life long enough to have this together. Everything has been changed or rearranged or, you know, and then my cat was on timeout. So I wasn't going to do it right here in this spot. But God made me relocate back here. So now I'm trying to get everything together, but all is well. Okay? Yes. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. So, yes, today is January 3rd, 2022. Yes, this is Speak Life. Welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, bless your soul. <laughs> it gets better, I hope. Uh, yeah, so I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I pray we're in agreement with that. I am lifting up, even if we're not, I'm still lifting them up, you know. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those chunting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, and worn. I am lifting them up with all, all my heart for saints worldwide in the name of Jesus, especially my saints in Nigeria that gets very persecuted for their faith in certain parts of Nigeria and Yamin and Afghanistan, all across the world in the name of Jesus, even here in the U.S. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I am lifting up all saints worldwide and I am lifting up the elders in Christ, the babes, those in between. I am lifting up those that are carrying their cross. When it gets heavy, he'll send assignment. Even when it don't look like nobody's there, Simon is coming. I am so thankful for that. I am thankful for my Simons, you know, whoever they may be. We never know who a Simon is. But Simon don't even know Simon. Simon was just coming out and he was like, bam, next thing he's carrying the cross. So I'm lifting up everybody um, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, Father, I come to you. Lord, I need you like yeah i need you so much right now because i don't i i don't know what's going on in this speak life but whatever it is i speak peace be still into it in the name of jesus lord god because i know this word has to go forth because it wouldn't be so much mix up lord but let me speak only those things that you're pleased with Lord, and anything that you did not send to come forth, block it right now in the name of Jesus. Block everything in spiritual realms also in the name of Jesus. Lord, block everything in the flesh that doesn't represent you properly in excellence in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I repent for any time or anything I did not look like you or sound like you. So I bind that up right now in the name of Jesus and cast it away. I ask for you to push back every spirit in the four corners, Lord God. Lord, let us walk through this Red Sea, being baptized by the word in areas that we need flushed and transformed and renewed in Jesus Christ. And I give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. So welcome to Speak Life. So, you know, I was going to say like, because I watched um, January 21st. I, mean, I watched January 
first video. And I was like, ooh, I was real hyped. I was on fire. Actually, I was on fire before I came on this one. So I really was going, I didn't know how I was coming because this, you know, I once, once I don't ever get comfortable and, and just, you know, hearing from the Lord. When I hear from the Lord, it is like a celebration. Like it's the first time it's ever happened. And yeah, thank you. Amen. And I am like, I was, I'm a, I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be alive, be on this side, but to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So I'm okay with that too, but I celebrate the Lord. Uh, and I thank God because I was taught that that didn't come natural. It was very annoying at one point in my life, but God put people around us to help us to get to a point. And the, those are the people that usually we push away out of our lives. The ones that those irons that need to sharpen us, those are the ones that he, he sends, he sends to prepare us for this journey because this journey in Christ is not an ordinary living of life. It's spiritual. So it gets higher and due to the fact we are comfortable in a carnal mind and flesh. We push away those that God sent to prepare us. Yeah. And it's, it's a two way It's iron sharpening iron. So it's something in that person that we need, but it's something that person needs within us too. So what I came to talk about is who are you fighting? Who are you fighting? Many times we don't know. We don't, we don't understand things in spirit. We don't know things in spirit. We don't understand them because God mind is so much higher and we have to be taught. We have to be discipled and we fight discipleship because discipleship means discipline. Look at those two words. Discipleship means discipline. And many of us don't like being disciplined. We don't like being told what to do. And we take God's order in reverse. Yeah. God is order. God is a God of order. God is order. And many of us, depending on our training, we don't, uh, we don't appear and yield to order. So when someone comes with a different order or a godly order, that's contrary to how we were trained. We fight it. We don't, we don't actually understand we're fighting who God has sent to us. We're fighting that person. We're fighting. We're fighting. Now it's like, you got to know what is sent by God, what is feeling and what is emotion, what is just flesh and what's the carnal mind and what's the enemy. And I had a, uh, uh, and one of my, somebody that's close to me, they asked me, well, how do you know? God is always going to tell you the right thing. He's always going to tell you in righteousness. A lot of times we're not going to know because we don't study. Okay. So we go and we dig from somebody else that have studied, hopefully, and that have wisdom, the wisdom of God and the understanding. So we have to digest that. We have to eat that. And we got to understand that light, which is the word, the light is going into a dark place, into our heart. Because any place, the word is not in us. It's a dark place because without the word, there's no light. Without the word, there's no light. 
there's no light. He tells us this exactly in two places. Well, he tells us more uh, in more places. But these two places, these two places tells us. I'm going, I'm going to the latter first. Okay. So in John one, in the beginning, John one, one was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So he's letting us know the Bible was God. The Bible is God. So, and then revelation 19 says and he is called the word of God. So we can't fight that, but we do. But we can't fight that because God told us just as clear through his servant. So it said the same was in the beginning with God. Okay. So Jesus is the beginning and the end. I mean, he declares who he is. Okay. And then it says all things were made by him, by the word of God, by God, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Okay. In him, in God, in God the word in God was life and the life was the light of men. So without the light, it says in the light shines in darkness and darkness comprehends it not. So those areas within our heart, within our being that is dark, we fight it because the darkness does not comprehend it. Okay, so that's one place. Now, uh, let me show you another place. I don't know why I kept my... Okay, let me show you another place. He tells us about the darkness. The darkness, it's it has to go to the commandment, but it doesn't necessarily agree with nor understand it. So in Genesis one, another one, just one, right? It says in the beginning, so in the word, in Jesus, God created, oh, that's good. In Jesus, God created the heaven and the earth. In the word, in the beginning, because he is the beginning, okay? The first and the last. In the word, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form why because he had not spoken yet god has to declare everything he has to declare the form he has to declare things so it says and the earth was without form and void nothing god had not said anything to it it says and darkness was Darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God. That's all three of them right there. In the beginning, God, and then the spirit. That's the three part. Anyway, so it said the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we know that we know darkness was there. The deep was there and waters were there okay and it says and god said let there be light and there was light and god saw the light that it was good and god divided the light from darkness so there's a dark side 
and there's a light side. There's a dark side and there's a light side. Dark is always on the left. Light is always on the right. Okay? So, when there is a dark area in our, in our life, in our being, in our life, in our being, when that word comes forth, it's bringing forth light and it's coming forth like lightning. It's coming forth like lightning. So when it comes, it's to shine in that darkness. And so we fight for darkness because in John 3, it says, because men love darkness more than the light because of their deeds, because our deeds many times are evil. So we are loving the deed being covered up and dark, but we start to fight. We fight. The It says, who are you fighting, internal or external? Overcoming the internal enemies to defeat and conquer the external enemies. Why is this? Because the internal enemies are things of the carnal mind and of the flesh and of our emotions. That is the externals. I mean, the internal. Many of us go out of order. We're fighting the external before we get the internal in submission. We go and we start fighting external enemies. Oh, God, you, this and that, and that, you know. And the enemy looks at us like how he looked at the seven sons of Siva. Who, who are you? Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? You're not even in the rank to do that. You don't even have that authority because you can't get past you. So until you can get past you, deal with you. And then you go external. God has to give that authority. This is how so much stuff starts to happen and open up. We start to open up doors and realms that is, we can't even see it. We can't even see the things. And we're, we're, we're speaking to things and calling them by name and, and, and we can't see it. Because many times we think we're fighting just like here. If we six feet, the enemy gotta be six feet. If we five feet, the enemy is five feet. If we're, God created large things. They're large. Daniel tells us they're out of our jurisdiction. Because we're going into, that's, what, that's why you get the word trespass and transgression is going against a law. God is order. God have set the laws of the word. That's what the law of the spirit. That's what it says in Romans eight. And then I'm going to go to where I was headed. Okay. So remember that Carlin, Renee, Rachel. It says here, in verse 2 of Romans 8, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. So we know the life is the word. So the law or the word of the spirit of the word 
have made me free. But we got to understand the law. This is why the enemy can come against us strong in many cases. And he can accuse us because we don't understand the law of God, but that's not his problem. That's not his problem. That's our problem. Why? Because he know God has written everything in the word to give us understanding of what we're doing. But the spirit realm sees who studies, who don't, who, who's really in Christ and who's really not like the spirit sees it. And then God will send a preacher. How, how would they know unless, you know, the word has to be preached and the word has to be taught. And many of us should be teachers, but you know, we're not at that level. Not saying we're not teaching. But do we really understand what we're teaching? So it's like First Peter. Am I in the right place? No, I'm not. First Peter two. First Peter two and two. As okay, first Peter two and one. Wherefore laying aside all malice and all gall by hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking as newborn babes desire sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby if so be you have tasted that the lord is gracious so we got to get past the malice the gall which is bitterness hypocrisy pretending envies jealousies wrath fear we got to deal with all of that. And it, because God gave me this word yesterday, we really don't qualify for external enemies until we can even at least identify our internal enemies. We're identifying outside enemies as the enemy, but a lot of stuff comes to us because of the eternal lack of understanding my peer, my people perish due to you know so it's like we gotta get out of the perishing state we gotta get out of that my people perish for the lack of knowledge i mean we gotta get past that first and but the thing is we don't want to be disciple we don't want to learn and then we want particular people to learn when we're in school, when we're in school, except for like maybe first through six, and then even sometimes then too. Thank you, Lord. The same teacher don't don't teach everything. We learn this when we get into really into middle school and stuff for those places that have middle school. The art teacher don't teach science. It's not saying that the art teacher may not know science, but that's not the strongest place. That's not their strongest place of study and understanding. So Hosea four and six says, my people are destroyed. This is true. All the word is true. Many of us are destroyed. It says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i will also reject you that you should be no priest to me so many of us are walking in in priesthood in the natural when we're lacking knowledge 
of, of what we're supposed to be teaching or preaching. But we're, we're walking in these things and we're causing people to stumble because we don't understand. Now, teaching them the letter of the word, that is great. But God is that spirit. God is a spirit. So if we're going to teach the letter, which, you know, people need to know, we also got to teach what he's saying. What is the knowledge? What is the wisdom and understanding of it? Otherwise, we're teaching a dead word. And the word is not dead. But by the law, the law, by the law, that's what he says. We, we, we're, we're doing these things. It says, seeing that you have forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget your children. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, but it says, it says, my people are God's people. God's people. Who Peter said, rather they're based, you know, and Paul said, you should be teaching by now. You should, you should be teachers. How long you've been under this word? You should be teachers, but you, you can't handle it. And so it's like, my people are destroyed for lack, yet lack. And God said, we should lack no good thing. Knowledge of him is a good thing. So lacking the knowledge of him is a choice. That's a choice. Because God has given us wisdom. He said, those that lack wisdom, ask for it. But we don't ask for it because we think we know. Without getting discipleship. God sends us people. It, it happens to the best of us. Because I oh God, I don't like it. Because that's a dark area. You're fighting the light. All of us. All of us. I got inspiration from one of my, two of my sisters today. One of them, I was eight, two of them, I'm in here yelling, oh, Lord. well, actually about three. Oh, Lord Jesus, because the revelation. God said he will manifest himself to those that love him. I'm telling you, we have to get to that point of loving God. We are fighting wars that we're going to lose because of lack of knowledge. We have to, whoo, hallelujah. Hey, sis, how you doing? Last time I was acting up. I'm going to behave today. Much love sent to you in New York, beloved. Beloved lady, woman of God, in the name of Jesus. That's saying grace, peace, and love be multiplied to you and your household. So we are fighting. Now, the internal doesn't stop. The internal does not stop. The internal, as we grow in Christ, we're, we're going to always be struggling with something internally, okay? But you have to overcome it. We're overcamers. If we have not even acknowledged what we're fighting with internally, okay, I'll give you an example. When you come into Christ, that first layer, that first layer is going to come straight in your face. When you when you come into Christ and and... First, the enemy is going to fight that and whatever, you know, he can use, he's going to use. So he's like, you know, these people don't like you. Oh, the pastor was talking about you. Oh, da, da, da. because something's coming from the pulpit that nobody else know, but you in that room, you and God and the enemy, y'all all know that, right? So you, you leave, then you're like, oh God, somebody was talking about me. 
God was talking to us, but we got to get past that because we don't know the war has started. The war started when you open your mouth and say, I want to receive Christ. The war started. The war start when you try to put down the sin, the war start, even before you come into Christ, because the enemy knows the patterns. He knows the patterns of when you're trying to leave the kingdom of darkness. He knows it. So once you get into Christ, once you get into Christ, that first line thing right there, whatever, whatever that thing is, rather, rather is you got to stop being lustful. Guess what? Lust going to be all over every, everything. And then you're going to realize you're having an internal struggle with this thing. You was living in it. So you didn't realize you was, you was liking it. So you didn't realize it was going to be a struggle. Okay. If you're doing drugs, it's going to struggle. Then you're going to realize drugs is here. Drugs is there. People, drugs, 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 because it's, it's like trying to pull you back into it. And that's an internal war. That's internal. And a lot of times we'd be like the enemy, the enemy. No, it's internal. First, we got to overcame it in eternal first. I overcame by the blood of the lamb in the word, the word of my testimony. What are you testifying? Because it should be the word because that's light coming in into that area. God start to say, okay, right here's a spot, right there's a blemish, right there's a wrinkle right there. And and it's not and and people will come and start telling us, okay, this right here and that. And we'll be like, "Oh, they don't like me. Oh, they doing this, they doing that." But it's a messenger sent to God. These are the areas we're going to work on. This is the first area. So no, no, don't start, don't start warring. Don't, 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 don't start warring, warring external. Now let's deal with this internal. Let's deal with this. Let's deal with how you're speaking over yourself. Let's deal with how you see yourself because God said, God said you were creating his image. So you can't even see God on you because it's like, oh, I didn't did this. I didn't did that. I didn't be here. And, I've been, and there's people that always come in to tell you, oh, I remember when you was hoeing. I remember when you was smoking. I was member. And until you can get over those reports and they don't bother you. Okay. Now when they come and tell you, say, but look at how good God is. And you, and you receive that as a victory. Okay. That's a, that's a notch right there. Okay. You've grown in that area. You've grown there, but until we can overcome the internal, I overcame by the blood of the lamb, the word of my testimony. And I love not my life until death. So things have to die. And a lot of times that's where we're getting stuck. That's the foregrounds, the foregrounds. The first is the wayward. You're just like, I heard it. I don't want, but then those stony in those thorny places. We got to get past that. We got to get past that before you go to any external war, you got to deal with the internal war. And so he's going to send people. He's going to send people, people that have been there and they have walked that part of the journey. They've already walked that. I'm telling you, it's more division in the body and that's intentional. than there's division outside. With the world, we know whether you don't like us, we, and, and we might even become friends because we didn't acknowledge to each other. I really don't like you. Be like, I don't like you either. Cool. We know where we stand, but in the body, due to the fact that we dress up, we're covering all those wounds and those spots we're covering. We don't want nobody to know where we've been. I don't want nobody to know that I used to do this. I don't want nobody to know I used to do that. And so when somebody comes. And they recognize the cover-up. They recognize it. They're like, oh, I know what that cover-up is. I know what that cover-up is. 
I know what that is. Hallelujah. I'm being freed right now. <laughs> Don't speak like, I know what that cover up is. I know why they're covering because either and that person, they, they didn't walk that same walk. She might've been a stripper. She was a stripper or that person. They've been molested or raped. So they're covering it up because they, you know, them fig leaves. We ashamed. We ashamed what we done did. Adam, where are thou? Uh-oh, the Lord is here, so I'm going to cover this up because I don't want him to see me. I don't want the church to know what I done did. And and you sitting right next to somebody that did the same thing, but I got to cover it up. I got to cover it up. That's internal. So we got to get past that cover-up first. We got to get past it. And until we can get past it, don't look at an external. You'd be like the seven sons of Siva. Now that spirit has jumped on you or when an unclean spirit leaves a man, when an unclean spirit leaves a man, he goes and dry places looking for, and, and see, he could come back with seven more because we start to get a little clean and we start to do other things, but we don't get filled. See, because something can't come into a filled place. It's clean, it's garnished and it's swept but there's nothing there. So the light has to come in. The word has to be there. We have to get rooted in the word. We have to, because we can look at other saints that's strong in their faith. They didn't just get strong just because they was sitting in church every Sunday and, and every Wednesday or whenever your Bible study, they got strong because he said, be strong in the Lord, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. This is how you get boldness. This is how you get confidence. This is how you get insurance in Christ. And then, and then guess what? Your testimony, because now you're witnessing to what he's done in your life. But your strength comes from when you know God is with me because you didn't read it yourself. Faith comes by hearing, hearing of the word of God and you are studying. The more you study and the word goes in your heart, not just here, so you can let everybody know what you know. When it's in your heart, he has governorship. He has lordship. He has rulership over everything else because the heart controls the central, the heart. Everything else can die. But if the heart keep beating, everything don't make the heart stop beating, but the heart stops everything. This is why God says your whole heart first. I want your whole heart first because I'll have your center, your core being, I'll have your core being because your heart, whatever a man thinketh in his heart, so he can regulate your thoughts and your imaginations change there. Your words change. He says, now the heart is the most deceitful. So he got to get that. He got to get the heart, right? He got to get the heart right because otherwise we'll keep cursing people out. Every time we get mad, we'll keep doing, saying this, we'll keep talking about the wrong people. We'll keep, because he got to get your heart right. He got to get these dark places here, get them here. Those nine chambers have to now fill those chambers of our heart, those nine chambers of the fruit. So before we go external, fighting external enemies and, and you know, when you're being elevated. You know, God got a way of doing things. You'll know because you won't have to worry about the external enemies going after them because they're going to come to you. External enemies, they're going to come. Just like Galilah. Galilah came. They came in their territory. They came in their territory. Your enemy will come for you because the enemy always validates us. We don't realize the enemy is validating us. Every time the enemy reminds you, once you get to a certain place and he's trying to make you feel that shame, he's trying to, he's validating you. 
The enemy. Oh, you'll never do this. He already know you're doing it. <laughs> he already know you're doing it. So that's what he's going to tell you. It's just like, did God say? No, he said, yes, did God say? He already told you he know. He already told you he know it. <laughs> he already told you. He's already validating that God is talking to you. He's already val. You ain't got to tell, oh, I hear for God. He, he knows that. He already knows it. He already knows God is talking to you. He already knows that. Mm-hmm. It says here. In 1 Samuel 17, now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Sokoth, which belongs to Judah. Belongs to Judah. It didn't belong to the Philistines. They came to Judah. Judah didn't go to them. They came to Judah. Now, and and now is right now, because the Philistines have come to the church. The Philistines is in the church. Goliath is sitting there taunting the church. No, we are dressed up for the war. But where's David? I'm just saying. Okay. It says, now the Philistines gathered together their armies. Armies. It's not army. It's armies. So there's different enemies coming. There are armies coming. Okay. To, to the battle. There's a war raging to the battle and we're gathered together at Sokoth. I would not be surprised what this means. So, I mean, because one thing, the spiritual realms don't think like us, you know, that's why we have to follow the spirit. We have to be e so we can know, we can know, we can know. And God prepares us for everything. I was talking to a sister um, Sokoff means hedged. My God, look at God. Listen, listen, listen. I hope somebody grabbed this because I just got this by looking up that. Now the Philistines, now, right now, what are the enemies coming against the church? Many things. There's many enemies coming against the church right now. Okay. Many, the main, the, the main thing is the internal because we're warring against each other and the enemies are arraying. They set array for the battle, but we're in the church fighting each other. So the enemy thinks the same way, destroy by dividing. Once you divide them, they're weak because they won't join together for the war. It's easier, it's easier to kill one man than there is to kill three that's together, a three strand cord. It's easier to kill one man than it is to kill two that's in agreement. One could cast a thousand, but two. So think about that thing. The enemies are arrayed right outside the church. And then they've also infiltrated the church, okay? Because Judah, Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The church comes out of Judah. That's the tribe that God decided his his son was going to come through. So Jesus is the head of the church, all things of the church. The bride is the church. New Jerusalem is the church. So now the Philistines always have been a long-standing enemy 
They are warlike people. Whoa. So think about those warlike spirits, those attacking spirits. They attack. They're spirits that attack. And we're facing spirits now that are coming in multiple, but they, the enemy attacks, he bullies, he threatens, he, he, he like to push you. So you're not thinking you're being pushed, 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 and you make these decisions. And so it says now the Philistines gathered together. So now they're gathered together. Okay. Their armies. Now we've dealt with men stealers. We dealt, we've dealt with, uh, homosexuality. We've dealt with it for those that deal with them. We're, we're dealing with them in our communities, but our church has to deal with them. Transgenders. We don't want to make people upset, especially now since we're live across the world. We don't want to make people upset, but they have arrayed themselves for war. They are dressed for war. They speak in a war language, aggressive. They speak it. Hatred children killers, all these armies, armies stealing our children. Our children are in darkness. All these armies have a raid because they're watching because they know Hezekiah is sick. They know Hezekiah is sick. My God, the King of Judah is sick. They know that. And let me tell you something. It's amazing you on here. They know Hezekiah is sick, but Jesus didn't send Hezekiah. Jesus sent Mary Magdalene. He sent Mary Magdalene. He didn't send Peter. He didn't send John. He didn't send the two. He didn't send Matthew. He didn't send Libius. He didn't send the other Judah. He sent Mary Magdalene. And she came with Mary and Salone and the other women because they were setting against, they watched these things and he raised them up. He put his word in Mary so she can birth. No, Joseph couldn't even say he's really Jesus father. He's the stepfather. He can't, he couldn't even come to Mary. He could not even enter and inject anything in her so that baby would pick it up. No, they came together after Mary was found with baby. She was found with baby because God was doing a new thing. He's birthing through Mary. Mary is the church, but Mary is a her. So everybody is looking at these men in war and we see the word is manifesting because Hezekiah is sick. Hezekiah is sick. The king is sick. Isaiah says the whole head. Isaiah 1. But it says here. My God. And we're gathered together at Sokoff. Hedged. Sokoff means hedged. We're hedged. We're always in Goshen. What happens in Egypt, we only see. With Psalm 91 say, you'll see it with your eyes, but it won't, it will not come nigh thee. A thousand should fall like that right side and 10,000, however it says, but it won't come nigh thee. We'll see it because we're hedged. In Goshen, they got to see the plagues 
but the blood was on the door. We are hedged by the blood. We are hedged by the sonship. We are hedged by the word of God. It's only when we step out in the lack of knowledge, we are destroyed. When the word destroyed, when you see destroyed, that means you are away from God. Because destruction means totally, God has totally taken off destruction. It's, it's a total annihilation because God is not there. God is not for you. But God has already said he is. The thing is the lack of knowledge. And we won't deal with those internal. And now the church is infested because there's so many of us don't want to deal with the internal. So we come to church with the internal and want to leave church with the internal. And the out external enemy is there. And we can't fight them. Because we're still rustling in here or we're still covering it up. We don't, we don't want, no, we're not going to let anybody know we need to be delivered. We don't want anybody to know. We don't know. We don't want any, and, and the healing is right in the, the church, the hospital. The healing is right there. The healing sitting next to us. The healing is sitting, singing to us. The healing is preaching. The healings is mothers of the church. The healings comes from all all over the first lady the healing the usher the deacon somebody's been healed from something but we don't want nobody to know and so the enemy don't have to do nothing but set a ray and we get scared we get scared because of lack of knowledge a lack of knowledge there's a david someplace a lack of knowledge god is raising up a david or Mary Magdalene to tell them, listen, Jesus is risen. Be not afraid. He's with us. But they see the wrong face and they won't listen. And the healing is right there. Right in our face. Right in our face. That's why Paul had to go outside. Because the Jews wasn't, wasn't listening. So the Gentiles... Thank God for that, because that's how the church come about. So many of us get sent on these lives because we got to come outside the walls because inside we're too busy being infected and having a lack of knowledge, hearing it every Sunday and every Wednesday. How can that be? Our necks are stiff and our ears are dull. That's how it is. And we're covering up with fig leaves. We won't release the sin. We're covering it up. I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I, I don't even know how to handle this. I didn't expect. God is good. He sent someone to all of us. There's always assignment. There's always an 11 somewhere. Let us get healed. Let us get healed. Break bread. Don't break fellowship. In Jesus' name, peace.